You're listening to the Vadi Longmuir podcast, episode number 75. Welcome to the Vadi Longmuir podcast. This weekly show offers a fresh take on the elusive work-life balance so you can finally stop feeling like you're failing at both. I share the concepts and strategies I've taught hundreds of ambitious but busy women over the years as a life and business coach to create less chaos and stress and more calm and fun so you can take your life from good to great starting now. Hi guys, it's Fatty here and welcome to this week's episode. I am coming to you from the very hot and very sweaty Darwin (laughs) in the Northern Territory this week. Um, I'm up here for the week. And I have to say, this little Melbourne lady is not used to these humid climates. (laughs) And I also have to say that my hair has definitely taken on a different personality with all this humidity. (laughs) That said, I am loving my little break up here and what is really beautiful, it's one of these reminders for me that I really get to put into practice the value that I have on my freedom and my ability to create my own schedule and to work on my own terms and really this is a big driver for me in all areas of my life but particularly in my business. I intentionally designed my business in a way that would allow me the freedom to travel right and this past 12 months we've not really had the opportunity to do so much travel right but it lets me work from wherever and now that I am able to travel around this beautiful big country that we live in I will never take for granted how much freedom I've created in my life. And that really comes from being really intentional about what I say no to and what I say yes to. It comes from making decisions based on where I want to go, that future version of my life, that future version two years or five years or 10 years from now. And it really is this daily practice of making decisions based on that future version of myself. Having the freedom over my time, over my schedule has always been something that's so important to me, especially since becoming a parent, you know, over a decade ago now, with all of my extended family back in Scotland, I didn't have grandparents or aunties and uncles close by to help when the boys were really little. So being able to have that freedom over how I spent my time was going to allow me to do the work that I wanted to do. Back then I was a graphic designer and an illustrator, but it really allowed me to do that work and still be the primary caregiver for my sons and still be present with them. And so that value of freedom and freedom over how I spend my time has been something that's really been a cornerstone of all the decisions that I've made in the last decade, over a decade of being my own boss. And this week, being able to come to Darwin um, when the boys are with their dads and be able to spend time up here and work from here um, is just a really beautiful reminder of, of, of what I've created in my life through that intention, through being very deliberate about my thoughts 
and being really tuned into how I want to feel in my life, what is important to me, um, and then being able to create from that space. So yeah, it's been such a beautiful reminder of that this week. Over the past few weeks, a lot of what my clients have been telling me is that they're really struggling with this feeling of overwhelm, right? There's lots, seems to be lots of overwhelm happening for them at the moment. Now, this is both in their businesses or careers um, and also in their personal lives as well. So that feeling of there being so much to do and not enough time to get it all done, that feeling of being so stretched and their time belonging to everyone else and not having any time for themselves. It feels like this kind of endless to-do list of tasks that never seems to get done, right? And we've all been there where we have that checklist or that to-do list and we try to get through it. And by the end of the day, there are inevitably still a few tasks undone. So they then become the tasks at the top of tomorrow's list. And then the cycle continues, right? So we often feel like we're in this perpetual state of doing and we feel overwhelmed because we just never feel like we get anything done to a completion, right? That our energy and our focus and our time has been so scattered and and divided between so many different tasks, right? Or different projects or, or different people in our life. And so that's what I wanted to talk about in the podcast this week. I wanna share with you guys my take on overwhelm and what overwhelm is, and give you guys some really actionable strategies to beat overwhelm, to overcome the overwhelm. Here's the really interesting thing about overwhelm. We often think that overwhelm is just simply a reaction to what's happening in the external world, right? We think that we have no option but to feel overwhelmed when we have so much on our plate and we have so many things that are grabbing for our attention, all right? But what I want to offer you is that overwhelm is a feeling, right? Overwhelm is an emotion. And that doesn't come from what's happening in the external world. It doesn't come from the situation or from the circumstances. The overwhelm, the feeling of overwhelm comes from what we choose to think. It comes from what we believe about that particular situation. So let me give you an example. Perhaps you feel, you look at your to-do list and you feel overwhelmed, right? Now you think the feeling of overwhelm is because of what's on the to-do list, right? The to-do list simply means that you are going to feel overwhelmed and you don't have a choice in that, right? But between those two things, between the circumstance of you having a to-do list with, say, 20 items on it and that feeling of overwhelm, between those two things, you are having a thought, right? Now, a thought is just simply a sentence in your brain, right? But it's that thought that produces that emotion, produces that feeling of overwhelm. So when you look at that to-do list of 20 items, your thought may be, I've got so much to do and not enough time to get it all done. It's that thought, it's that belief that you don't have enough time to get everything done that has you feeling overwhelmed. It's not the to-do list in and of itself. It's not the 20 items on that list waiting to be checked off. It's because you're choosing to believe 
that you don't have enough time to get everything done. And when we can really see that, we understand that we actually do have a choice. We have a choice in what we want to think about that to-do list. Now, I know it feels like it's just inevitable, right? It feels like it's just a fact that this to-do list equals overwhelm, right? And we don't feel like we have an active choice in that. Overwhelm is just the result of the to-do list, right? But when we think about it, someone else may look at that to-do list of yours and they may think that's an easy amount of things to get done in one day, right? Or the opposite may be true. You might look at someone else's to-do list and they may feel overwhelmed by it and you might look at it and think, that's not a lot. That's really easy to accomplish in a day, right? You might look at my calendar and see what I have on for a day and you might feel overwhelmed by that or you might feel at ease with that. You might feel neutral about it. You might feel excited about it. But what's important to notice is that the feeling comes from what we believe about the to-do list or about the calendar or about the tasks that we have to accomplish that day. It's what we choose to believe. And a belief is simply just a thought that we have practiced thinking over and over and over again, that we believe it to be true. Right? We believe it to be the facts of the matter. But often it's just a story we're telling ourselves. And what's beautiful about that is we get to pick a different story. We get to choose a story that serves us and helps us move forward and doesn't keep us stuck in that place of overwhelm. What is super interesting to witness is that when we feel overwhelmed, When we feel like we've got too much on our schedule, we've got too many items on that to-do list, we don't have enough time to get everything done. When we feel that sense of overwhelm, the action that we typically take from the emotion of overwhelm is to do nothing, right? Think about it. In times when you feel overwhelmed, we don't get straight to work necessarily, right? We might distract ourselves. We might get on social media and scroll. We might have a whole list of things that we need to get done for work that day, but the laundry takes precedent over everything else, right? And we get obsessed with that. So we we buffer ourselves with these tasks that aren't actually on the list. And so we often don't take action, right? We feel so depleted and so exhausted and so overwhelmed that we actually don't take any action, right? Or we go for those false pleasures. You know, we go for those instant gratifications to feel better in the moment. So we feel overwhelmed and we reach for the muffin that's in the pantry, right? Or we reach for that extra glass of wine at the end of the day because we feel like we deserve some kind of pleasure, some kind of gratification to overcome that feeling of overwhelm right? But we actually don't get to the tasks that are on that list, right? And we just continue to add more and more and more. So it becomes this vicious cycle of feeling overwhelmed, not doing what it takes to combat the overwhelm, distracting ourselves with more things that just adds to the overwhelm. So we get stuck in this loop. 
And then it just becomes a trait of ours. We just become someone who is constantly overwhelmed, right? Because we stay in this place for so long. It just becomes part of our personality. It just becomes part of who we are. We are that person who's always busy, who's always got so many things on, who's never got a free weekend, who's always exhausted, who has that kind of chaotic, frantic energy, right? It becomes part of our personality. And when we do that, we then create more experiences, more opportunities to prove that right to ourselves. right? Our brain likes to collect evidence to prove our thoughts to be true. And if our thoughts are around, I've got so much to do, I'm so busy, there aren't enough hours in the day, then we will create more evidence to prove that to be true. So overwhelm is never a helpful emotion. We never take positive action from that place of overwhelm. We typically distract ourselves. We avoid doing things. We buffer with things like social media or food or alcohol or exercise or gossip or whatever it may be. But we don't actually take the action required to combat that feeling of overwhelm. Here's the thing. Here is the cure for overwhelm. The way that we cure overwhelm is by taking action. That's it, right? If we take action, if we do the things that we need to do to accomplish the goal or the project or get through the to-do list, if we take the required action, then we dissolve that feeling of overwhelm. All right. So rather than distract yourself and buffer and go for those instant gratifications, those instant pleasures in the moment, because we feel like we deserve it. We feel like we want something as a reward for all the stuff that we have to do. If we actually take some action, that is the cure to overwhelm. The cure for overwhelm is in the action that we need to take. Okay, so what is this action that you need to take to cure the overwhelm? The first step is I want you to break it down. If you have a big goal, if it is a big work goal or a big personal goal, it really doesn't matter. But if you take that big goal that feels overwhelming and break it down into lots of really easily achievable mini goals along the way, you're able to start taking that action, right? A big goal is just the sum of lots of little goals completed, right? If we can complete lots of little goals, then we inevitably achieve the big goal, right? So we need to stop looking at this huge, big, grand goal as this something that needs to be overcome, right? Because that feels overwhelming and that does not inspire us to take the action, right? It doesn't inspire us to do anything that morning or that afternoon if it feels so big and so overwhelming. So what I want you to do is have a look at what you need to accomplish and see if you can break those tasks down into smaller mini tasks. So take a look at your to-do list. Take a look at your checklist. Are there some items on there that you can break down into three or five or maybe even 10 mini goals along there? Now make them really easy wins, right? Make them things that are really simple for you to do because then you start to build that momentum. 
So rather than looking at big giant goals, break them down, make them small little mini goals and you are so much more likely to start taking action on those smaller goals that seem more achievable than those big overwhelming goals that you really have no idea where to start with. And that's the next step. The next step is I want you to create easy wins. So have a look at these little mini goals or these mini tasks and decide what is the next right step. Now, only you will know that when you look at that big goal and you break it down into mini goals, you will know what the next right step is for you. And that's all you need to focus on. All right. That's all you need to do is just the next right thing in front of you. We don't know how to take step 12 until we've taken steps one through to 11 right? So you don't have to know how to do all the parts of it. You just need to do the next right thing that's in front of you and make these really easy wins. How can you break it down into something that you can accomplish in 15 minutes or half an hour, as opposed to having one task that's going to take you four hours in the morning? right? Try and break it down into small little mini tasks and give yourself the opportunity to create as many easy wins in a day as possible. So if, for example, you're working on something and you need to do some research on it, right? It could be about a trip you're taking with your family or it could be be a, a business goal that you're working on. Maybe there's some research that you have to do. Maybe you have to learn something, um, educate yourself in order to take that next right step. All right. So make that a goal in and of itself to do the research. So perhaps you block out half an hour in your calendar to research some of the options. And at the end of that half hour, you're going to have made a decision about what the next right step is. So all of those little tasks, have them be action based tasks, have them be framed around something you actually have to do and have an actual result at the end of it. So rather than just researching for half an hour, you're going to do the research and have made a decision at the end of that half hour. So you want them to be result-based actions that you're taking on the way to that big goal. Otherwise, that's when we find ourselves in this place of constant research, constant um, looking into things, constant decision making along the way, but we don't actually take the action. We don't actually apply it. So we have this wealth of knowledge, but we don't actually take the action. So we still feel overwhelmed, right? Because we've just learned more. We've given ourselves more options, but we've not applied that action. And remember, it's the action that cures the overwhelm. All right. So we need to make sure that each of those little easy wins you're creating for yourself, you're taking the next right step and there are some action and result tied to each of those next steps. Alrighty. So the third and final step is this. You have to show up and you have to do it. Now, I know that sounds ridiculously simple, but believe me, it is one of the hardest parts in this actually showing up and actually doing it. So many of us are really good at creating the to-do list, creating the checklist, putting it on our calendar, having lots of color-coded tabs for things and getting organized, but we don't actually show up and do it when we say we're going to do it. 
So that's why I want you to make as many easy wins as possible along the way, because it's going to make it easier for you to show up and actually do it if it feels like something that can create that sense of ease within you. When you look at that task, if we know that the task is just purely the circumstance, and it has no ability to make us feel a particular way. The only thing that has the ability to make us feel anything is what we think about the task. If we wanna feel that sense of ease, then what do we need to think about the task in order to feel a sense of ease with it, right? It might be a thought like, this is easy to do. This is a no brainer. I've totally got this, right? Like what is that sentence in your brain that's going to really cultivate that sense of ease for you? You want to create as many of them in the day as possible. And if it means breaking down those goals into 10 or 20 little mini goals in order for each one to have that feeling of ease attached to it, then that's absolutely okay. That's going to be so much more productive for you rather than looking at those big overwhelming goals where you've got no idea where to start with. So step three is show up and do it. Make the wins easy wins. And I want you to really celebrate and acknowledge each of those easy wins. Now, that's not to say that for every little 15 minute win, we take ourselves off and have a spa afternoon and go for dinner and buy ourselves some new shoes. (laughs) It's not to say that we celebrate in that way, but we acknowledge it to ourselves. You know, one of the ways I like to to do this for myself when, when I have lots of those little mini goals towards one big goal is to keep a running checklist. So as many of you will know from listening to the podcast, I'm I'm not a fan of checklists and to-do lists. I like to get everything on the calendar and that's part of the process that I teach my group coaching clients and my private one-on-one clients. But what I like to do when I need to give myself that little boost, that little shot of momentum and encouragement is I like to just keep a little list at the side of my desk and for each one of those calendar tasks that are completed I give myself a little love heart in my notebook next to me so not a tick or a check mark I give myself a little love heart and it's so beautiful to see at the end of the week how many little love hearts are drawn on the piece of paper so it's kind of a bit of a hack a bit of a trick because our brain loves reward right? Our brain loves to see things getting ticked off. And that's why we're so in love with these to-do lists that we have, right? Because often the first thing on the to-do list is write a to-do list. And we do this so we can tick something off before we've even really started working our way through the tasks, right? I know there are many of you out there who do that as I used to have write a to-do list at the top of the daily to-do list. (laughs) So if we know that our brain likes that sense of reward, it likes that gratification, then we can use that to our advantage, all right? So when you accomplish each of those easy wins, give yourself a little love heart on your notebook or a little stamp or a little bead in a jar so you can see that jar start to build up and you can see how many little easy wins that you've accomplished, right? Rather than it be that one big gem, How many little gems can you give yourself along the way? That's what's going to build that momentum. That's what's going to have you stay on track because we're creating evidence that we can set a goal and we can accomplish the goal in the time we say we're going to do it. All right. So rather than looking at that big picture and feeling overwhelmed, we're taking action. We're feeling productive 
right? We're feeling like we're actually producing something in our days as opposed to looking at the big picture and distracting ourselves and avoiding and taking those easy false pleasures and instant gratifications that aren't actually tied to the big goal of what we most want. You'll have heard me say this quote numerous times before if you are a regular listener to the podcast, but it is so timely and so appropriate for this episode. It is by Dorothea Brand, and she says, it is the sum of small things successfully done that lifts a life out of bondage to the humdrum. And this is a quote that I read every single day. I write it in my journal every single morning. And I really love it because it's that idea of the sum of small things successfully done. That's what those mini tasks are. And that's what gives our life variety. It's what gives our life momentum. It's what has us feeling like we have a purpose, that we're actually working towards something with intention and with clarity and with focus. So spend some time today after this episode, whenever you are listening to this, give yourself an hour to go through those three steps. Remember, the first one is to break it down. Write that big goal that you have or that big project and break it down to as many little easy win tasks as you possibly can. And then that step two is make sure that they are easy wins and you take the next right step. And then step three is show up and do it. Celebrate and acknowledge each of those easy wins and give yourself a way of rewarding each of those mini little tasks completed because it is the sum of all those mini tasks that will take you to that big goal. It's what has you taken action on a consistent basis. And as we know, it's that action that combats the overwhelm. That's what is the the antidote to the overwhelm. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with anything that's going on in your life at the moment, look at how you can break it down and look at how you can start taking action and those easy wins towards it. Bob Proctor often uses the the phrase, we have to slow down to speed up. And this is a really beautiful opportunity for you to do that. It's hard to take an hour out of your day when you already feel overwhelmed and time poor. I completely get that. But taking an hour out of your day Taking an hour out of your Netflix binge tonight or an hour out of your Instagram scrolling today, whatever it may be, and there's no judgment there, but take an hour out to go through this process of breaking those big projects, those big tasks, those big goals down into those little easy wins. If you're able to slow down and create that space for yourself, you're going to be so much more productive in the days and weeks and months ahead. I'm going to be diving into more around this idea of overwhelm and how we can edit and organize our lives better in a brand new class that I'm running live next week. So this class is going to be on the 17th of March and I have two time slots so I can accommodate different schedules and different time zones across the world. So the class is called Seven Extra Hours. So I'm going to show you exactly how to edit and organize your days so you can have a rich happier life and business if you're a business owner and how you can create an extra seven hours in your week. So what would you do with seven extra hours every week in your life? Maybe you would have more time to spend with your kids or your partner or maybe for you it means that you could commit to that regular exercise routine, right? 
How would it feel for you to have full days and weekends off to spend however you like, right? Maybe you could actually use that time to get more organized so you felt like you were more in control of your life and of your business as well. Maybe you could use it to make more money in your business and have more time off so you can spend it for yourself and not always handing your time and your free time and your availability over to other people. All of this is possible and this is exactly what I'm going to show you in the class next week. So we're going to be going through the three mistakes that you're definitely making in a bid to get more organized. These are the things that are keeping you overwhelmed and exhausted. I'm going to be telling you exactly why checklists are the enemy and that they never work. And I'm going to be walking you through the process of exactly what to do instead. And I'm also going to be giving you the one key step that you need to start applying to your life in order for you to have that business and life that you dream of. This is a step that you can implement straight after class. So class is going to run for an hour. As I said, there's two different time slots. If you can't make either of the time slots, still register because I'm going to be sending out a replay of the class that will be available for a couple of days after the class. So if you can't make it, if your schedule will not allow for it at the moment, then definitely still register for class and I will send you out the replay straight after class. When you register, you'll get an email from me that's going to have a downloadable workbook that you can print off and bring to class on the 17th. So this isn't just an information dump. This is going to be a real practical class that you're going to get so much value out of. So I really want you guys to learn these strategies in the class and create more of that space in your calendar. Create more time for you to spend however you want to spend it. So you can stop chasing after that life that you want and actually start live it today. Start really embracing that life that you want to create for yourself today. We don't have to wait till we're further down the track and everything is perfect because the reality is nothing is ever perfect. But I'm going to show you how you can edit and organize your life so you can start living more in alignment with where you want to be rather than repeating the story from your past. So as I said, the class is called Seven Extra Hours and in order to register your seat for class, just head on over to my website. It's varylongmuir.com forward slash class and you can register right there. If you have any questions about class, just head on over to Instagram. I'm at varylongmuir and shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have any questions about class or anything that we've covered in this podcast episode this week. I'm so excited to be running this new class. It's a brand new class that I've never taught before and there's already a heap of people registered. So I'm so excited to dive in and give you guys some really practical strategies on how we can create more of that spaciousness and fun and light in our lives. So again, the URL is just varylongmuir.com forward slash class. I can't wait to see you guys in class. That's all for this week, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd super appreciate if you could leave a quick review over on iTunes. It really does help other people find the podcast too. Also, if you're listening on your phone, take a quick screen grab of this episode and share it on your Insta story. And don't forget to tag me. I'm at Very Longmuir. Thanks as always for listening. Do the small things and I'll talk to you next week.